Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Fee-fi, full thumb, and welcome to another episode of Story Time. I tried so hard to start right before. I'm Michael Santel, <laughs> and I'm David Miller. Welcome to it, David. We're back in the saddle again. Uh, are we doing a western? No, we're not doing a western. Oh. I just like that song. I thought we, I thought you were making like a clever. No, hint. I don't. I should have some western fairy tales. I don't have any western. Do like, they exist? Do like western? tall tales. Paul Bunyan's like oh, a sure, yeah. like okay. a western fairy tale. Sure. That being said, we have. We're very close to running out of a backlog of our episodes. Just our recorded ones already, Right, yeah. so all of our references will be very topical now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be spot on. This one will probably be like two to three weeks from now. Okay, good. Okay, cool. All right, so then, so you know. still got a little bit of buffer. A little bit of buffer. But another one that we record today will probably be next week. Oh, shit! Time is crazy. Time is crazy. <laughs> David, I have a crazy story to read to you today. Okay. All the way from our wonderful Grimm's Fairy Tales, today's story is called The Three Little Men in the Wood. Okay. The Three Little Men in the Wood. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I said it so weird. I never, I never said it so slow you, you, before. You were so not confident that you had it right. Uh, this title is deceiving. The, in three, the, little, the three Little Men? Uh-huh. They're okay. little. Okay. Are they men? Maybe not. So, David, predictions. Yeah. yeah, here we go. The Three Little Men in the Wood. Uh, they are not... Like, the story is probably going to give them to us as... Like, a group, not individual characters. So it's going to be like, once upon a time, there were three little men in the wood. It's going to be like, there was one little man, and he found another little man. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Another. No, it's, yeah, just, it's not like an, three, it's not the origin tale of like, okay. three little men. They are not related. This is all the same first prediction. Okay. They're not related, and they're going to be given as a group, and they are going to together have to overcome some sort of trouble. Okay, great. Um, the trouble will be caused by like a normal ass animal, but to them it's big because they're little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some sort of cat mishap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then let's go with a crazy prediction. Um, uh, uh, two of the three little men will die. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it's so dark! Yeah. Does he like sacrifice himself? No, I, I, no, they die through like the dangers of of the big it animal. Is. And then there's okay. the one that's like the smartest of the three that gets through everything. Love your predictions. Listen, I'm not going to tell you if they're wrong or right. Oh, you you'll usually just have, do. You'll just have to find out in the story. <laughs> that might that be, mean that I'm right this time. That being said, all of your predictions are wrong. Damn it! You're, uh, so, you're usually so quick to tell me I'm wrong. I will say though, this is the first story with the beginning trope of step parents. Oh, okay. Uh. So, I was talking about this with someone else that we know, like, why is there so many tales about step-parents and yeah. stuff like that? So many women died in childbirth, childbirth uh -huh. that it was very common for children to have step-parents. Mm -hmm. And something that I was thinking about that has no basis in fact whatsoever, sure. I wonder if the reason why you see the shitting on of the stepchildren has to do with inheritance and things like that. Right, like if you marry someone, but he already has a kid like Cinderella. Let's get fucking Cinderella out of the picture, and then we, me and you get everything. Right, 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 right. Just neither here nor there. But like, I really love that you brought that specific example up because there's a Greek myth that I've been reading. From yeah, the Greek ones that uh, starts uh, basically with that premise. They had step parents in Greek times well, too. I'll have to let you know when we get there. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> well, here we go. Let's start with the three little men in the wood. Great. <clears throat> 
There once was a man whose wife died, and a woman whose husband died, and the man had a daughter, and the woman also had a daughter. Whoa, okay. There's a mother <laughs> who's got a daughter. Anyway, okay, so there's a, uh, one couple. There's and... a there's a man and a girl, and a woman and a girl. Right, so there's a, there's a couple, they had a daughter, and the woman of that couple died. Uh-huh, that's the dad. There's another couple. Another couple. They also had a daughter. Uh-huh. And the husband of that couple died. Uh-huh. Great. I'm, I'm with it. Great. It's like the Brady Bunch minus all the other fucking kids. Yeah, there's just one kid apiece, <laughs> yeah. and they're both girls. Yeah, they're good kids. <laughs> the girls were acquainted with each other and went out walking together, and afterwards came to the woman in her house. Then she said to the man's daughter, Listen, tell your father that I would like to marry him, oh. and that you shall wash yourself in milk every morning what? and drink wine, but my own daughter shall wash herself in water and drink water. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's like, uh, like, you're, you're, I want your dad to know that I care about you, so you get to, like, bathe in like, milk. Like, listen, I want your dad to marry me. Yeah. For my selfish reasons. Uh-huh. And you, as the kid, I want to like me, because I'm going to be your stepmom. Right. So how about we l- pamper you a bunch, even yeah. though my own daughter will just live like normal life. She'll just like do water, but you, you get to fucking get drunk in the bath on delicious, you know, you can like drink that and then drink some milk. Milk, milk wine. Yeah, milk wine's <laughs> the best. The girl went home and told her father of what the woman had said. The man said, what shall I do? Marriage is a joy, but also a torment. Whoa. At length, as he could come to no decision, <laughs> he pulled off his boot and said, Take this boot. Blah, but. Take this boot. It has a hole in the sole of it. Go with it up to the loft, hang it on the big nail, and then pour water into it. If it holds the water, then I will again take a wife. And if it runs through, I will not. What? The girl did as she was ordered. And he could just say no. No. He's yeah. clearly making a thing of like that will tell him you can say no. He can just say he, no. It's okay to not get married. He doesn't want blood on his hands. But he also like wants his daughter to have like a like a mob. You know what I mean? Like he's, Sure. I, I understand his reasons that he could get married. But like if he doesn't want to get married, he doesn't got to get married. Well, he's leaving it up to fucking magic and chance. I guess. Magic. The girl did as she was ordered, but the water drew the hole together, and the boot became what? full on to the top. She informed her father how it turned out. Then he himself went up, and when he saw that she was right, he went to the window and <laughs> wooed her, and the wedding was celebrated. Okay. Okay. So she like, Dad, Dad, it filled up with water. He's like, bullshit. Yeah, my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite element of this so far is that he's like, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> he still doesn't want to get married. I love that they did that, because otherwise they could have been like, she just came down and said that it yeah, happened. Yeah, and he's way. like, no, 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 I'll see it with my own eyes. Yeah. I don't know how leather works, but like the water like made it get together again. I don't. It like shrunk the boot. That doesn't make any Do sense Do boots to me. shrink in water? Oh, yeah, I'm sure boots can shrink. Okay. This one shrank then. I don't know. I don't know about this, this. This story should be called The Amazing Shrinking Boot, but it's not. <laughs> Already, it's testing my uh, my threshold of disbelief. <laughs> sure. The next morning, when the two girls got up, there stood before the man's daughter milk for her to wash in and wine for her to drink. Uh-huh. But before the woman's daughter stood water to wash herself with and water for drinking. At least On, that they were being truthful. Uh-huh. On the second morning stood milk for washing and wine for drinking before the man's daughter, as well as water before the woman's daughter. And on the third morning uh-huh. stood water for washing and water for drinking before the man's daughter, <gasps> and milk for washing and wine for drinking before the woman's daughter. What? And so it continued. 
Wait, that the last time it was reversed. The last time it was reversed. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. The woman became bitterly unkind to her stepdaughter and day by day did her best to treat her still worse. She was, she was also envious because her stepdaughter was beautiful and lovable and her own daughter was ugly and repulsive. Wow. How crazy is it? I mean, I'm not a parent. She tricked her into it. She, she did trick her, her yeah, because she like... And then she's like, I ain't got to follow it on through her. on this. Uh, but also, how crazy is it to know, like, oh, I have an ugly kid. Like, her, she's aware that her daughter is disgusting at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that that is for these women in this time and place. Yeah, so... Kind you... of the only uh, thing that they're, like, gauging what they're worth on. <laughs> well, you know, there's other things, but, like, yeah, That's you're right. it seems like. She's yeah. Like, I need me a husband. So I need to trick the daughter. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> I trick my daughter that she's fucking something special. Right, right. She's a garbage person. Well. Once in winter, when everything was frozen as hard as a stone and hill and vale lay covered with snow, the woman made a frock of paper, called her stepdaughter and said, Here, put on this dress and go into the wood and fetch me a little basket of strawberries. I have a fancy for some. A paper dress? A paper dress. And then she was all like, Good heaven, said the girl. No strawberries grow in winter. The ground is frozen, and besides, the snow is covered, has covered everything. And why am I to go in this paper frock? It is so cold outside that one's very breath freezes. The wind will blow through my frock, and the thorns will tear off my body. Will you contradict me again, said the stepmother? See that you go, and do not show your face again until you have a basket of strawberries. Then she gave her a little piece of hard bread and said, This will last you the day. And thought, <laughs> You will die of cold and hunger outside, and you will and you will never be seen from again. Weird that she thinks in conversation. Yeah, like she like thought about like in her head. She, she's like, like having the conversation, but she only thinks it. Uh, I wrote an article aside that like only something like 30% of the population has an inner voice. Interesting. Yeah, I might be wrong about that, and you should go find this article, but, like, <laughs> it was like, hey, you know that person you talk to inside your body? Yeah. Most people don't have that conversation, and that really weirded like me out. everybody does. Yeah, I don't know, but little Michael was weirded out by this as well. <laughs> also, did it, did, when she was being like, oh, no, this paper dress is nothing, did she say the thorns will tear off my body? The thorns will tear, tear off my body. Yeah. That's yeah. A, wow. Yeah, it's gonna rip the dress and, like, rip flesh chunks of her body <laughs> out of her. Body. Yeah. Then the maiden was obedient and put on the paper frock and went out with the basket. Far and wide there was nothing but snow and not a green blade to be seen. When she got into the wood she saw a small house of which peeped three elves. She, oh, okay. She wished them good day and knocked modestly at the door. They cried, Come in! And she entered the room <laughs> and seated herself on a bench by the See, stove. they right now are being presented as one unit. <laughs> where she began to warm herself and eat her breakfast. The elf said, give us two, some of it. Willingly, she said, and divided her bit of bread in two and gave them the half. How nice of her. They asked, what are you doing in the forest in the wintertime? In this thin dress. Ah, she answered, I am to look for a basket of strawberries and am not to go home until I can take them with me. When she had eaten her bread, they gave her a broom and said, Sweep away the snow at the back door with it. Hmm. And when and when she was outside, the three little men said to each other, What shall we give her, as she is so good, and she has shared her bread with us? Then said the first, My gift 
is that she shall every day grow more beautiful. Ah, she's already pretty. The second said, my gift is that a gold piece shall fall out of her mouth every time she speaks. Kind of gross, but also useful. The third said, my gift is that a king shall come and take her as a wife. Okay, well, let's let her have her own agency. I like the thought, but like, let's... Nope, they willed it. They fucking made it happen, ah, David. That's how it. it works. That's bullshit. The girl, however, did as did as the little men had been in her, swept away the snow behind the little house with the broom, and what did she find but real ripe strawberries? I knew that was gonna Which happen. came up quick, dark red out of the snow. In her joy, she hastily gathered her basket full thanked the little men, shook hands with each of them, and ran home to take her stepmother what she had longed for so much. I like that she, like, shaked each of them. She was like, thank you, thank you, thank you, and, like, got out of there. She's the only person that's ever treated them as individuals. Yeah, this is the first time that they were not one unit. When she went in, she said, good evening. A piece of gold at once fell from her mouth. Thereupon, she related what happened to her in the wood. But with every word she spoke, gold pieces fell from her mouth until very soon the whole room was covered with them. Hold on. Every so, word she speaks? I don't know. But, like, how difficult... Every time she, like, starts a new... Yeah, and every time she was like, Hey, David, uh, David, what did you do this weekend? Nothing much. Oh, that... Uh, sounds pretty cool. <laughs> period. I went to... Uh, like, yeah, it would be kind of a problem. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Also... What if you talk in your sleep and then you choke on a gold coin? Great question. <laughs> also, like... She's going to find a king husband, and he's mm-hmm. going to be like, come here, my wife. Give me a kiss. She's like, oh, my blah. Like, it's, she's going to choke right, him. Then her king husband is going to be like, don't talk. Yeah. <laughs> right, if that's not fucking how I'm relationships work. I don't work. need any more gold. Stop Maybe. Talking. But, like, what if I want to have a... Again, this doesn't work out so much. <laughs> now, look at her arrogance, cried her the stepsister, to throw about gold in that way. But she was... Uh, but she was secretly envious of it and wanted to go into the forest also to seek strawberries. Oh, but she's going to be so mean to those three dudes. The mother said, no, my little dear daughter, it is too cold. You might die of cold. However, as her daughter let uh, let her have no peace, the mother at last yielded, made her a magnificent dress of fur, which she was obligated to put on and gave her bread and butter and cake to take with her. Okay, so this is probably one of my favorite tropes that has come up in... I want to say at least, like, half of our stories. Yeah. Mine and yours. Okay. The point in the story in which someone goes, no, I don't want that to happen. And then the person they're talking to just keeps pestering <laughs> Yeah. A lot Until of- they say, yeah, it was happened in Samson, like, yep. three times. It's happened in, like, four of these. It happened to Samson twice. Yeah. It happened with the first woman yeah. and the second woman. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it happens... All the time. To be fair, though, I just feel like this is like part of being a parent, right? Like you just it's part bu- of being. I feel like a person at this point is like, <laughs> be like no, don't do that. And they'll be like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Monday, come on, Tuesday, come on, and then eventually it just happens. Yeah. The girl went into the forest and straight up to the little house. The three little elves, elves peeped out again, but she did not greet them, and without looking around at them and without speaking to them she went awkwardly into the room seated herself by the stove and began to eat her bread and butter and cake give us some of it cried the little man but she replied there is not enough for myself so how can i give it away to other people oh snap when she had finished eating they said there is a broom for you sweep all clean from outside by the back door hump sweep for yourself she answered i am not your servant when she saw that they are not going to give her anything, she went out by the door. Then the little men said to each other, 
What shall we give her as she is so naughty and, uh, and has a wicked, envious heart? They will never let her do a good deed for anyone. Oh, boy. The first said, I grant her that she may grow even uglier every day. Oh. The second said, I grant that every word she says, a toad shall spring out of her mouth. <laughs> Which, you thought a gold <laughs> coin was bad. Now you have a whole fucking toad coming out of your mouth. That's awesome. The third said, I grant that she may die a so miserable I was, death. I was about to... Was, What's the opposite of Mary? I was, I was about to make the joke of like, I bet the third one's just like, I'm a fucking killer. Yeah. <laughs> he's not killing her, but when she dies, no, he's gonna... it will be fucking No, he magically awful. made her... Oh, okay. The maiden looked for strawberries outside, but as soon as she found none, she went angrily home. And when she opened her mouth, and was about to tell her mother about what had happened to her in the <laughs> wood. With every word she said, a toad sprang out of her mouth. With every so word, So that yeah. everyone was seized with horror of her. <laughs> so, like, every time she was like, I mean, if you... If it, Mom, it would... I... It would... So then it means, That means the gold coins probably come out with every word, too. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a blessing. I think because it's... Well, sure, it's... The, it's they're, they're having us... They would have us believe that the gold coin thing is amazing. Right. But in retrospect, we it's awful. We find a lot of issue with it. Right. I find a lot of issues with it. Like, you can't have a fucking intelligent conversation. I also I think I'm confusing kissing with speaking. Well, I was thinking well, about her yeah. choking her husband. But it's only when she makes noise. But, like... It's when she says a word. So if she's, like, ooh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, keep it coming. Yeah. Gives a whole new meaning to golden showers. Oh. That, no, I mean like a good meeting, like not just pissing on your wife. Like, like it's a good time. It's a good time for everybody. It's a golden shower. Yeah, yeah. Then the stepmother was still more enraged and thought of nothing but how to do every possible injury to the man's daughter, Jesus. whose beauty, however, grew daily greater. Yeah. At length, she took a cauldron, set it on the fire, and boiled yarn in it. When it was boiled, she flung it on the poor girl's shoulder and gave her an axe in order that she might go in the frozen river, cut a hole in the ice, and rinse the yarn. She was obligated, oh. went and cut a hole in the ice, and while she was in the midst of cutting, a splendid carriage came driving up, in which sat a king. <laughs> the carriage stopped and said, uh, "The carriage stopped," and the king asked, "My child, who are you, and what are you doing here?" Pause. Yeah, my child. It's a weird way to greet anyone. I know, I know, but like he's an older king. I, guess. I know, it's fine. I, I just guess. like I get it. I just it's a weird like I'm thinking about it. It's uh, just like what a weird thing to she say. She boiled yarn. Yeah, I, when it said that she boiled yarn and then threw it on her shoulder, I was like, she threw like scalding yarn on yeah, her shoulder. She did, and, it, and, the, and the shoulder just grew prettier instead. <laughs> like the birds turned into like a dope rose the, tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it turned into like a smiley face or something. Yeah. Also. Again, in the middle of fucking winter. Like, awful. Awful. She's gonna get hypothermia on her little fingers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. That's probably like, intentional. I know it is. I'm just making sure you're on the same page What's the king me. doing out here? Like, why is he... He's just going out for a... He just wants some cool air. It's hard being the king, David. Oh. I am a poor girl, and I am rinsing yarn. Which... I would love if the king was like, Oh, is that a thing you poor yeah, people do? I was gonna say... Maybe... I don't know the process of yarn. This is my fault. I take full credit for not looking into the process of making yarn. Yeah. If there was, like, maybe a dyeing process, like, if you turned it from white to, like, a red or something. Sure, sure. So, like, maybe, like, boiling yarn is, like, a thing people do. But, yeah. like, it sounds fucking crazy. Yeah. 
Then the king felt compassion, and when he saw that uh, she was so very beautiful, he said to her, "And also that a gold coins yeah were popping out of her fucking." She said, "Oh, I'm a poor person. As gold is pouring from her mouth, she says, I'm a poor person. (laughs) Will you go away with me? Ah, yes, with all my heart." She answered, for she was glad to go away from her mother and sister. Yeah, okay. I don't know when her dad died, but her dad died at some point. The third sentence the king said to her is, will you marry me? Yeah. He saw her, <laughs> asked her what she was doing, noticed she was hot, gold fell out of her mouth. Or is it the second? Because he just is like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just a poor girl. He's like, I'm marrying come, you. Come with me. But it said he was enchanted, which makes me feel like all of this love is a lie. It was magically ordained. It was magically elf. ordained, but I feel like it was like like a uh, like in Willow when they have the 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 fairy dust of the broken heart. You don't know Willow, damn it! You don't know <laughs> you don't know Ron is it Ron Howard's amazing Willow movie? No, is that the full title? <laughs> it's, Ron, no, Ron it's not Ron Howard's amazing Willow movie featuring Ron Howard. David, Willow. you gotta come see Willow. Willow's fucking great. It's got <laughs> Mad Mardigan. It's got Val Kilmer in the eighties when he was hot. You gotta see Willow. It's got uh, it's got um. Uh, 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 who's the guy who played Wicket? Wicket? In, um, in, um, Star Wars. Oh, um, oh, god damn it. Uh. Yeah, yeah, Warwick Davis. Yeah. Warwick Davis plays Willow. And it was like, after he did Star Wars, he's like 1820 at the time. Okay. He's ri- yeah, David, we're fucking watching Willow. <laughs> uh, so, she got into the carriage and drove away with the king, and when they arrived at his palace, the wedding was celebrated with great pomp. Yeah. And as the little men had granted to the maiden... <laughs> Damn it! You, you you kept reading fast enough, too fast for my joke. Where you said it was celebrated with great pomp, and I was about to say, but little circumstance. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess everyone's like, "Cool, we're, we're drinking on a Wednesday. The king found a wife in the yeah, woods." So let's all just pretend like I was quick enough to make that joke. Great. Yeah, I mean, you can fix it in post with if you great want. Great pomp and little circumstance. <laughs> Thank you, David. <laughs> when a year was over, the young queen bore a son, and as the stepmother had feared of her great good fortune, she came with her daughter to the palace and pretended that she wanted to pay her a visit. Once, however, the king had gone out and no one else was present, the wicked woman seized the queen by the head and her daughter seized her by the feet Whoa. and they lifted her out of the bed and threw out the window into the, str- into the stream, which flowed by. He threw out of the window. Yeah, that's no, that was that all took a real quick turn. Uh, my mom, you know, when you're a kid and you sing silly songs, we would always sing this song that go, we would like, you would do like a Mother Goose's nursery rhyme okay. and then sing through them out the window. So you would do like <laughs> Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Yeah. All the king's horses and all the king's men, they threw them out the window, the window, <laughs> the second story window. Even though, what a mighty throw, they threw them out the window. Jack Spratt could eat no fat. His wife could eat no lean. So just between them, they threw him out the window, the window, the second story window, with a heave and a hoe and a mighty throw. They threw him out the window. What a great and terrible bit to teach your children. Uh, uh, little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his Christmas pie. He put in his thumb and pulled out a thumb, and they threw him out the window, the window. It works it's with so everything. Every it works with everything. Okay. You do what? You do what? Um, uh, little Miss Muffet, she sat in her tuffet, eating her curds and whey. Along came a spider, sat down beside her, and he threw her out the window. The window. It works with everything. You can just put it at the end of everything, and it always is funny. Then the ugly daughter laid herself in the bed, and the old woman covered her up over her head. When the king came home again and wanted to speak to his wife, the old woman cried, Hush, hush, that can't be now. She is lying in a violent perspiration. You must let her rest today. 
The king sus uh, suspected no evil and did not come back again till the next morning. And as he talked with his wife and she answered him with every word, a toad leaped yeah. out. Whereas formerly a piece of gold had fallen out. So <laughs> he just hey, thought like this was like a weird what like. What happened to your coin thing? Yeah, she was like, I uh, don't know. Uh, <laughs> then he asked what that could be. But the old woman said that she had uh, got that from the violent perspiration and would soon lose it again. During the night, however, the kitchen boy saw a duck come swimming up the gutter and it said, Oh my god, yes, a talking animal! I can't predict a talking goddamn animal. I forgot about the talking animal. You were right, I apologize from earlier. King, what are you doing? Are you awake or slumbering? And as he returned no answer, it said, And my guests... What about them? The kitchen boy said, They are sleeping soundly too. Then it asked again, What of my little baby mine? He answered, Asleep in her cradle. Then she went upstairs in the form of a queen, nursed the baby, shook up its little bed, covered, covered it over, and then swam away again over the gutter in the shape of a duck. What? She came thus for two nights, and on the third, she was in the. Uh, she said to the kitchen boy, "Go and tell the king to take his sword and swing and swing it three times over me, on the threshold." Then the kitchen boy ran and told the king, who had who had came with his sword and swung it thrice over the spirit. And at the third time, his wife stood before him, strong, alive, and as healthy as she had been before. At this, the king was full of great joy, but he kept the queen hidden in a chamber until the Sunday when the baby was to be christened. And when it was christened, he said, What does a person deserve who drags another out of bed and throws him in, into the water? Jesus. <laughs> the wretch deserves nothing better, answered the old woman, than to be taken and put in a barrel, stuck full of nails, and rolled downhill into water. Uh-oh. Then said the king, It's about to get fucked up. You have pronounced your own sentence. And he ordered such a barrel be brought, the old woman to be put in it with her daughter, and then, and then, the top was hammered on, and the barrel rolled downhill until it went into the river. The end. <laughs> that took such a weird turn at the end. A fucking crazy turn. Now, I don't want to go to lessons yet. I want to talk about all the crazy shit for a second. Great. They don't explain anything. No. They don't explain... So I guess the woman so, died and yes. became a spirit so of a duck? Uh... Was the duck, like, the river spirit, and then it, like, brought forth her spirit? Or was the duck her in spirit duck form? Right, like, did she fall out of the window and fall when, on a duck, and then, like, did, like, a weird, like, trading places, like a right. Freaky Friday? When the duck went up and turned into the form of the queen, right. was it the queen turning back into her own form for a bit, or was it the duck pretending to be the queen who he would later revive? Great question! Now it says that she's a or she would later revive. It says that she's a spirit. So like I guess she's like a magical wraith or something like that. But that again doesn't make any sense. Also, she's a talking duck that yeah. has the ability to to convert Shape shift and remembers all of her life, right? And she was It did say what of like baby mine, right? Yeah, so Yeah. 
So maybe like the like connection to like her unfinished like ghost business was like yeah. what kept her this word. But then how would you know if you became like a ghost person inside of a duck? How would you know that your husband just waves a fucking magic sword abracadabra over you and turn you back? And it never said anything about the sword. It never said how she got this knowledge. It never said why that fucking boy was able to commune with her. Also, how come the husband never like looked into his fucking wife? He just saw her spitting up toes. Oh, because a random old woman was like. Ah, right, okay, uh, let's go to lessons. Great. Lessons! Okay. Um... What lessons did you learn, David? Man. Uh... I'm, I, 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 guess, <laughs> I guess... I guess just... Someday my king will come. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> someday kingdom come will come, yeah, sure. Like I just, uh, let's wait for the king to come and save me. Well, hold on. Let's do some, let's do some practice. I don't like the, that lesson. Okay, I don't like that lesson either. <laughs> Be kind to strangers. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, don't look down on little people. I'm married to a little person, you, so you, I I feel that I feel that's a very strong lesson. You are putting that lesson on this. I don't think that that was ever brought up in this. If you are kind to little people, they will give you magic. But it never made the point of them being. It just said they were elves, right? It's just like, ooh, do you think maybe that the that the that the that the magic of the coins or like the king like prevented her from dying? <sighs> She was obviously enchanted. She's an enchanted creature at this point, right? Maybe, maybe at this point it was all, um, this was all the magic of the second part. The, the curse? Maybe. Of dying the horrible death? Oh, that this was all... So this was to lead up to the horrible death, so it's Ooh, like... Ooh, I didn't like, think about it like The horrible death would be thinking you got away with everything. Right, and then but... getting killed the way you just killed the person. Ooh, I like that. The last thing you see is that person being like, I'm not dead, motherfucker. I like that a lot. Uh, very clearly this story teaches you, don't trust step parents. Just don't trust them. Uh-huh. Whatever they have in mind, they just want to marry your father and then it's eventually true. do bad things to you. Where's dad after all this? Great question. Gone. I think she like snuffed him off in the knife or something like that. Not snuffed him with a knife, snuffed, snuffed him it. out in the night. God yeah, no, damn it. I, I gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, like, you can marry a person. It's okay to marry someone if they have like a weird mouth defect. It's... <laughs> <laughs> like regardless of what not if it's toads right I get well toads are a fucking it's too much but like a little coin it's fine also this isn't a lesson the story had sure but this is a lesson I'd like to draw from it yeah you can say no to marrying someone <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he was a kid the dad was like I don't know if I want to marry this person I don't know marriage is such a treachery sometimes and and then uh, he left it up to some weird ass chance uh, I also like that we get a little bit into the brother's grip of like their thought process like oh yeah being married is a joy but it's also sort of shit it's like, like real bad <laughs> like we're teaching kids like just know that like it's a double edged sword is that, what is it it's a joy and it's also like treacherous a, a, a torment yeah a torment yeah. <laughs> uh any anything else stick out in your mind? Um, no. Befriend elves. That's what I learned. Well, I mean, that's that's a that's a for sure. Yeah. What's mine is yours. Just share with people. Like, if you have some, just like give a little bit. You don't have to like <laughs> hoard your chips at work from me, David. You never share your <laughs> chips with me. You're not even eating those chips. I save them for when I. You had them. a bag of chips at your desk for an entire week, and I wanted to eat them. I never touched them once. I eventually ate them. Right. But for a whole week, I eyed them. I could have eaten them. You know that bag of uh, Doritos that was upstairs? Fuck you. Uh, that was mine. Did you I, eat them? I left them before I went to Dallas and came back. That's what I'm talking about. I ate them today. Okay. I'm glad that you ate them, yeah. but I really wanted them like well, five days ago. They were great. 
Well, there you go. There's the uh, story of the the three little men of the forest. Yeah, that was yeah, that was an incredibly misleading title. Incredibly misleading title, and also the story just says things that lead nowhere. Yeah, like just goes. Oh, and then a fucking mule came and spoke. Yeah, it's and like who the fuck was the editor of these stories? Who fucking edited this? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, me and David have got to do some Google research, so we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Storytime. That's David Miller. And that one is Michael Santel. And this is JJ. JJ the dog instantly started pawing at David like, say my fucking name too. Say my name. This is JJ. Thanks, right. JJ. Don't say anything, okay? Don't ruin this one. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye. Bye, girls. That's our show. Thanks for coming round. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit. And the other kid comes in, and the older daughter's like, "What? You can't let them go to Adventure World without you. You gotta go. I'm going."